This is Roger Deakins and Steven Sodenberg talking about making, well, they didn't make it, but they're talking about Chinatown. Chinatown, it just flows in such a, it's almost a mechanical way. I mean, the way it's built and put together, it's just absolutely seamless. And it's all supremely calculated, but you're not aware of it. You know, it's just like this, this, this inevitable flow towards doom, I suppose. And this is Required Watching, where we watch the essential films from a list of cinematic influencers and look at them through the lens about learning, through the lens of learning about filmmaking and how to move forward. I'm your host, Trey Epps, and today we're talking about a movie about a private detective hired to expose an adulterer in 1930s Los Angeles who finds himself caught up in a web of deceit, corruption, and murder. This was directed by Roman Polanski, written by Robert Town, starring Jack Nicholson, Faye Dunaway, John Houston, and honestly, a whole bunch of other people. Forget it, guys. This movie is Chinatown. Oh, that was so bad. I goddamn near lost my nose, and I like it. I like breathing through it. And I still think that you're hiding something. She's my daughter. I said I want the truth. She's my sister. Evelyn, put that gun away. Let the police handle this. He owns the police. Okay, so I haven't seen Chinatown ever. Um, people talk about it all the time. I mean, I was shocked to see that it was in color. I don't know what movie I thought it was, but it wasn't that. If you read any screenplay book, you know Chinatown comes up quite a bit. Um, and I kind of felt tired of knowing, essentially knowing and analyzing the movie I haven't ever seen. and. I guess knew about knew about and read about and knew all, all the the story points, but haven't seen it all. Um, admittedly, people love this movie. It's on all sorts of lists, lists, but for me, after reading the movie, I also loved it. I remember Saturday morning cartoons or cartoons that would kind of parody, uh, you know, these kinds of movies, these like noirs, and I loved it then, and I kind of love it now. I think I was a bit worried about it coming off really stale, but it didn't it didn't at all um uh, uh listen i love chinatown <laughs> it had a lot of twisty turns that may not seem so crazy but once we got off to the once we got to the climax i was like oh no where is this movie going i knew the ending and i was still shocked uh that of course is because of the performances and i think the vulnerability that jack nicholson plays for jake i like I like to use the phrase, uh, save the cat, ironically, when talking about writing films. But um, this is a, maybe the first time that I've actively looked at a protagonist do something and was like, yeah, I'm on his side now. Like, like that was a save the cat moment. Um, I've watched a lot of movies. I've studied a lot of film, and that has never happened. I'm talking about the very beginning when, uh, you know, the, the Jack, uh, Mr. Gitt Jake Giddis, Jack Nicholson's character, is you know, very sympathetic to his clients. And I, I, I think, yeah, you know, I, I think it was like, no, you know, I won't take your money. I don't want to put you out or that kind of thing. And he's very much about his honor, not necessarily about, you know, destroying people's lives. And I think that was, uh, admirable for, and I'm not sure if like private eyes usually get a, a reputation of being like in the movie, in the movie, being a private eye was disgusting, a low life kind of job, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure how much that actually held true in the, in 
1930s. But it was great to see that he was like, no, like, I, I just want to, I'm trying to help people, even if it is under these circumstances. Um, but what were your thoughts when you seen this movie? When you Did you read this movie? Did you read about this movie? Have you heard of this movie before? Um, I don't think it's a deep cut. It is one of these, one of these like, classics, but I just feel like people don't talk about it. People, people write about it. People don't talk about it, but whatever. Let's move on to some fun facts, folks. Uh, the screenplay didn't have any scenes actually set in, in Chinatown, which I think is hilarious. Um, I think uh, when Robert Town originally wrote it, he wanted it to be like a metaphorical place, uh, like a metaphorical kind of place in, in the mind of Jack Giddis. And it wasn't until Roman Polanski came along that, you know, the, the screen, the screenplay went through a lot of rewrites. Uh, there's so many stories about what the first few drafts had in it that didn't make it to the final film, which I think are incredibly interesting. So if you, if you're interested in that, please do some research on that because the story is incredible. Um, Robert Town was also known as a really good, uh, a really good writer and 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 he went uncredited on some rewrites that he'd done for other studios and turned down nearly two hundred thousand dollars to adapt uh the great gatsby and took twenty five thousand dollars to write chinatown instead um he'd been quoted as saying something like he didn't want to be the person to ruin a classic book um and uh who was it oh man i forgot who it was Someone else ended up adapting uh, Great Gatsby, and it was not great. <laughs> um, I'm really trying to figure out when they're going to make a really good Great Gatsby. I, I wonder if maybe it's one of those films that can only stay in uh, in the book, which is both sad and depressing, but also comforting as a writer, I think, to know that some things just can't be adapted and shouldn't be adapted. And no matter how many times you try to adapt something, it's never going to come across great. Neither here nor there. Noah Cross consistently mispronouncing, mispronouncing uh, Jake Giddis's name was not uh, a choice. It was a mistake. Uh, Noah Cross would, would uh, mistakenly say Gitz, uh, which for his character being this rich, pompous jerk is insulting. It's insulting when someone mispronounces your name, but... Uh, <laughs> Felt right for the for the character itself, and you know, on the day they added a couple lines about you know Jack uh, Nicholson's character was like, no, it, it's Gittis, not Gitz. and then they just stopped correcting it, and they just went on and went on, and it lent to a layer of this character that I think, I don't know, I I think it really added a layer to the character. Like I I appreciate the fact that they let him go on with this, and whether or not he could remember or or not, whatever the situation was, uh. Yeah, it, it really added some value, I think, to to the character, to the family, and to all this that, you know, that Mrs. Mulray grew up in because of this. Very, very interesting. But am I being too nerdy about, like, character choices? Um, <laughs> in terms of scene stealers, I didn't have one. I didn't have a very clear-cut scene stealer. I think I was really enthralled with the kind of movie that was being made. Um, you know, it, it's it's it felt very much in this golden era of like movies of these of of these times of the fifties, sixties, and all that stuff, and and yet and yet something about it felt really fresh, and I my eyes were peeled open the entire time. So I there's nothing I think the movie itself kind of stood out for me for the the texture that it brought in comparison to some of the other movies I've been watching lately. 
Now, is this movie required? <sighs> okay, is this movie required? I, I think this is one for the writers here. There's a reason Chinatown is a legendary script from the first draft to collaboration with uh, Robert Town and Polanski to getting to the final draft, as I mentioned. I think it's worth watching to know where the story was going to go and where it ended up being um, is, is interesting, especially for this time frame, especially when, um, you know, directors often work with their writers. But I think having this, this collaboration, and I won't speak much about Polanski, but having this collaboration as a writer with your director and your director with your writer is important. You know, important to be able to share your story and allow your director to help mold it in a, in a way that is satisfactory to the both of you. And I think, I think Chinatown could have been a very different story. And because of that collaboration, it, it ended up being something that, again, is a classic and is talked about over and over and over again. Um, I think I also think Jack Nicholson running around town was great. I think his uh him not being much of like a macho man, like a manly man is is like of this time is really interesting and really fun to play with. Like this vulnerability, I don't think like it, you know, like masculine vulnerability is never really uh accepted. Uh, yeah, I'll make that blanket statement of it being not being accepted, but I think especially around now showing this like I want to be an honorable person. I'm wearing suits all the time is, is, I don't know. Is, is something that I don't think is like in the world of, of LA at this time. I don't think like, it makes you a punk. It makes you a fool. It makes you someone who can get taken for a ride. But I think Jack Nicholson brings that perfect amount of like, I'm like, I will still clock you in the face as well as like do the right thing is, is I think great. And that comes down to the writing, and the, but also the acting um, that Jack Nicholson brings to it again. Um, I talked about this. I feel like I've been saying this a lot lately, actually, about like how legendary, legendary actors, iconic actors are known for their one role. But when you get to see them outside of a few things, especially when they're a bit younger, you get to see how they built up their status as being, um, you know, as, as being this legendary iconic actor. It's not that one movie that broke them off. It actually is like this whole slot of work that they've done to really build up their reputation. I mean, this could have been Jack Nicholson's first movie. I, I honestly don't know. But, um, you know, Jack, Jack Nicholson in this movie and Jack Nicholson in, like, I don't know, like, whatever his last movie is, is are, are two different actors. And, and I think it's um, important to be able to go on the timeline to figure out, to figure out, like, what makes an actor tech. Um, but maybe I'm, I'm being far too nerdy about this. Um, listen, this is the end of it. If you, if you enjoyed listening, if you enjoyed watching, please subscribe, download, give us reviews, share a comment, you know, share a comment or so, and we'll read it. Um, we'll read it out. 2022 is so close. It's so, so close. And we'll be changing things up a lot. So please stick around. Thank you so much for listening and watching at the moment. Uh, it's, it's been a pleasure. So as always, required watching Ilza Film Club. So Stick around. Have your say. Share something. Until next time, folks. Peace.